Welcome back, baby faces. It's time for another Shooting the Ish. But first, let me remind you all about the No Nice Things tailgate, April 7th at MetLife Stadium. Times and exact locations are still TBD, so stay tuned for details on, or follow us on IG and Twitter at HPC2Sweet. But now, without further ado, we about to get down to business with this episode of Shooting the Ish. Because this week, we have the showcaser of premier Latin talent for MLW, the founder of Promociones Dorado. The very powerful and very sexy Selena de la Renta. Yeah, the ish just got real. Enjoy, baby faces. Welcome back, baby faces. Victor Villain here, and I'm joined with JP Savage, Mischief Yurt, and we are also joined by the lovely Selena De La Renta. Aye. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for joining us today. It's an evening, actually. <laughs> thank you, thank you for having me and for your time. Uh, we really appreciate the time. Um, we we enjoy the work. Um, oh, making a lot of noise for the industry right now. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The women's division for the indie the indie scene. Um, why don't you just tell us a quick favorite superstar? I think, right? Yeah, yeah, so favorite, super, so favorite superstar or, or your biggest like influence, you know what I mean? In, in terms of okay. who's around, well, my favorite superstar is LA Park for sure, Ooh. but my biggest influence is Melina. Really, okay. yeah, um, I think she has like done a lot for the women's division, and I feel like I, I actually got the pleasure to meet her. And sometimes they say that you shouldn't meet your idols. Well, I'm mm. really happy that I met mine. Well, why do they say you shouldn't meet your idols? I've heard that like uh, people have like bad, either a really bad experience or it could be a really good. And sometimes you get disappointed when you meet somebody oh, that, I can you, see that. Okay. that you look up to. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It gets but, a lot of perception but, on but them. But it was different with her. And L.A. Park is right now, to me, the best wrestler. And I think he has been throughout the, his entire career. So well, that's, that's a long that. time. That is a long time. Let's De- talk about that a little bit. Um, Della Renta always showcasing Latin talent, right? right? Like that's her thing, and that's, that's what right. we continue to see. <laughs> really? Big splash for the for the Hispanic name. Um, who started MLW? Uh, signed with uh, the uh, Pentagon, right? That you yes. matched him first. How how was that? Tell us about that a little bit. Um. So when I met Pentagon and Phoenix, it was it was honestly like a really good experience. They were one of the first big stars that I've met and I was I'm not gonna lie I was a little starstruck at the beginning and I was was like okay let me calm down because these are the people I am representing so I need to chill and then um, after talking a little bit we got to know each other and everything and the dynamic was there so Mm. we definitely knew that we were gonna be um, good working together or against each other so I don't know there's that Okay. Wow. And um, when we already we we looked up some of your work and uh, we've seen we've seen your indie work with ACW, um, in the past. ACW. ACW. Not the other one. 
Not the new one? No, not the new one. Oh, not the new one. Unless there's something you don't want, you're not. You know, let's uh, tell us something. Well, well, Selena, I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of your promo work. Every time I look at a video of you kind of promo, you are dynamic. You have a presence, and I'm just curious, who has influenced your ability on the mic? Well, um, so I don't know if you know, but I don't come from a wrestling background, and I didn't meet wrestling until I was 19. I'm only 22, and I recently turned 22. So my knowledge of Happy wrestling is. Uh, thank you, thank you. It's um, it's it's kind of small compared to my age, and the, you know, I've only known wrestling for the three years that I've been in it. And mic work, I, I gotta say, I didn't really look at anybody when I when I started doing it. Um, I would say that I mainly followed other other stars in different businesses, such as J Lo, um, Lady Gaga, and they always had the thing where they stand out. And I was like, well, if I'm going to join professional wrestling, which I didn't know, I didn't even know of until I was 19. I was like, well, I want to have that presence that they have in their industry. So I've always I have a huge background in acting and I've never had like stage fright or anything like that. That I mean, to me, it's like I see a mic, I see uh, an audience. I just want to be in front of them because I have stuff to say. I have stuff to say for days. So <laughs> well, I'm glad because a lot of times people that have presence. A lot of times people have presence want to say that, oh, no, I'm actually really shy and introverted. You're like, no, nah, I'm good. I could handle it. No, <laughs> Give me right. the pressure. <laughs> You're like, do more. <laughs> You've been pulled back. Oh, so you ever, like, say too much and you go to the back and they're like, say, what you doing there? You wallet. Well, because I, because I love my job and I really don't want to lose it, I always go to court wow. first. And I'm like, hey. I want to say this and that, and he's like, "Oh, whoa, whoa! You were wrong in the, you were born in the wrong time. That you cannot say that." And I was like, "Okay, so what do I say?" <laughs> wow! <laughs> I was here with that pitch was. That's gonna be off the air, I suppose, yeah. right? No, 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 I can't. We'll talk about that. Thing. I can't. I can't. I will cut. I will li literally hang myself, like not figuratively. Well, I think it's great that you pull from different. Um, different types of talents such as like actors and performance uh people that do performances because that's what brings something unique to the product right um I've, i i do a lot of I, I study a lot i go to college i'm pursuing a bachelor's degree in dramatic arts so i'm constantly characters and the people that i study are villains usually so um to me i'm kind of a method actor and i kind of have to become the character that i want to play and Selena mm. is really an amplified version of me. Oh. Okay. It's interesting you say that because Selena Delamenta gives me the 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 more powerful female role type. Like, I, like I, that's I the impression think, you if get. If I need to think of any other character, I think of right off the bat, I think Stephanie McMahon with all that that power position she's in. You kind of play that role, of being, you know, as you talk with Loki in those promos and whatnot. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, I am aware of Stephanie McMahon and what she does, and I definitely have looked, <laughs> have looked at her work, and I know, I know how we can um, have some, I don't know, some similar things, and the suit and the professional look and all that. I get it. She's right. like the, the head of WWE, and then I would be the head of MLW. If well, I'd be the only women, like I mean, woman mm. powerful. I don't know, power broker. I'm the only one there. So, yeah. 
yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think that's a question. It was just a comparison, so. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I, so, I see it. <laughs> who would you, so in your opinion then, who do you compare yourself to? Past, present, future, whatever. Like, who do you think you best match up with? Uh, you can talk about in the mic, in the ring, however you'd like to see it. But who do you think is your mirror image or even, like, somebody that you look up to? In wrestling? Um, anywhere, really, because I know, I know you, you're more than just a wrestler, right? Like, you're an actress. So, in any facet of life. Okay. Um, the person that I look, look up to the most, I don't know if you've ever watched Unreal. But the showrunner of that, sh like the the woman that plays the showrunner in that show, it's a lifetime show. It's not like super popular. It's actually very underrated. Um, okay. That that woman is somebody I look up to. Like she has everything that 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 a businesswoman needs to have, and she has the bitchy mm. attitude. And to mm. me, it's more about like the wrestling is like the the entire thing is not really about I look this part. It's more about what can i back it up can i talk can i can i really cause the danger that i'm pretending i can cause so exactly. the, when i look at her she always goes like a bit too far and i am that kind of person <laughs> too to me it's like all right uh, he did let's see let me say something literal all right he took my wrestlers then we shank him on national live television <laughs> yeah, i want to see that <laughs> yep that yep I mean, I've heard you talk about drinking blood. <laughs> oh, that's right! Oh, shit! I've never seen this song again, man. I completely forgot to tell that storyline. I mean, I've heard her talk about drinking blood in her promos. I mean, yeah, I, 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 this is what we found. But I think that, that's important, right? Because, I mean, that's that's a certain style that not many people can pull off sometimes because it has to be authentic, it has to be organic. Um, you recently, yeah. you recently, so you, you speak about that, that character with Selena De Lorenzo, right? Now, yep. did you, you obviously seem like you're having fun doing this character. Now, did you have, is this much fun doing your previous character, uh, Mila Naniki? I think you Yeah. I have fun doing everything I do. Okay. I don't do anything that I don't want to do. So trust me. When I said I was the happiest booty monster that there was, and I was popping on the indies before I got picked up by a national television network. And well, of course, okay, I was kind of popping on the indies, and I was getting booked, and the booty monster was like everybody called me that, even at work. It was kind of horrible. So if like I kind of liked it. <laughs> I brought that on myself. I, if I went to church, even the pastor would know. And I would be like, okay. No. Yeah, I went to a small church. That's why he knew exactly what I did. Because they're like, and I have your Facebook. And I'm like, um, I don't have uh, social media. And then they would find me. <laughs> Damn, the pastor was like, stop. See, you out. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Though. I thought you were going to say that. Armed in the church, you know, sometimes uh, some independent shows can run in different locations. But no, you it was an actual church you were going to. Yeah, no, not the actual church. But um what? I do go to I do go to church, but the it wasn't like creepy or anything. I I realized what I just said. It was like <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no, no, no. It's just embarrassing. <laughs> I hear you, I hear you. And that's tough to that duality, you know, as far as being an actual performer and then having your life on the side as well. You know, that's a, that's a specific example of that. I don't have a life. My life is my job. There you go. I don't have one anymore. 
Oh, man. So with that being said, right, you're constantly like under the microscope, right? Not just on TV, you know, but also like fans are always looking out for you and clearly like pastors and people at church. <laughs> so <laughs> with that being said, have there wow. been... No, no. <laughs> have, have there ever been really any moments where like you've been like really embarrassed in the moment? Um, not really. I've, I've, I just turn everything into something good. Like to me, something that was kind of embarrassing, but then I was like, nah, that's actually good. It was one time I had this suit. I like wearing very extravagant clothes and uh, my, my titty came out and I was like, <laughs> oh boy, but, <laughs> oh boy. But then I had stickers under, so it wasn't like that embarrassing. It was just like a lot of red tape. And uh, okay. you could hear the audience go like, boo, show us tits, show us <laughs> So question for and you. I'm just very curious. Flip them off and that's it. Okay, okay, there you go. Immediate heat. Yeah, right? Half the breast. <laughs> no, they weren't booing. They were boobing. They were like, boo. <laughs> So I'm very curious, like, because we do notice, you know, especially especially us growing up watching wrestling. I mean, the '90s, uh, tops coming off was a regular thing, you know. Um, and obviously yeah. the business has moved away from that to a certain extent. But how do you like? How do you reinforce to make sure that that doesn't happen? You talked about having pasties on, but is there any other adhesive that you place or anything like that in order to avoid uh, the mold functions? Well, I mean, I I try to keep like my wardrobe mug functions at zero. So it's like, if I ever, if, if anything, I always have a plan B. So oh. I always wear underwear on TV, like know that. And if you don't have underwear, you have stickers. And if okay. you don't, if you have stickers, you also put sticker on your clothes. But I guess my movement was too rough because I am yeah. not that delicate. Let's say I, I like to get physical. So oh. like when, well, oh God. I am burying myself word after word. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> Please, stop it. <laughs> you're fine. I'm just... <laughs> oh, boy. Whatever. These things. We cannot have a single nice so. thing in this podcast. No, well, just not. physical. Like, you had mentioned you became a wrestling fan going into the business. How was the, the, the physicality to transition for you? Uh, well, I, I tried doing performing arts my whole life, and then I tried all sports. That doesn't okay. mean I was good. I mean, I tried. And I was, very, I was very good at, like, track. I was good at oh. soccer. I sucked at volleyball. I couldn't play ping pong. <laughs> I, I couldn't do softball. I was so bad. I tried to do basketball. I didn't find the basket, clearly. Um, it was so bad. <laughs> okay. So, so I come track. from a, like a, a big sports background, and I do I did acting for a long time too. So it was like, oh, I met wrestling, and I was like, this is like the perfect combination of everything I like to do. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, I give you credit because in a short time you have been wrestling. I said again, I think it's your presence that really, really takes over, and that's very hard to teach in the industry. Um, you can have someone that's very, very skilled. Um, us ourselves went to a wrestling camp. Shout out to Monster Factory. And we were able to see that people that just, they could go in the ring, they had all the potential in the world, but if they didn't have that presence, no one was interested. And you clearly have that. Yeah. yeah. With that be yeah. With that being said, what would you say to somebody coming in, into the business and asking you for advice? Um, so I would say that the 
everything comes like comes from the locker room. You cannot get to the top without being nice behind the scenes. Like if you come here and you're a bitch in real life, nobody's gonna love you and nobody's gonna want to put you on their show. So you need to be humble. And in life in general, you can only get ahead by giving to other people. So if it in wrestling, you have to network. You give, you receive. You pay your dues, you get the spot. Wow, that's amazing. I mean, that's exactly what we learned when we were in the Monster Factory. Danny Cage spoke to that. The number one thing was about being a good person, you know, just being able yeah. to have connections, you know, paying your dues. And, and it's, it's just, it's, it's insane to believe that it's such a simple, simplistic way of thinking, right? In a sense that that should be easy, but it's not. Yeah. And especially, it should be human nature to treat exactly. each other nicely. It doesn't matter, like, in every business, because I did modeling, I did singing, dancing, acting, everything. It was full of everything. If you are not a good person, if you are just here to bash and compete and you just want to step on other people, you're getting nowhere. Wow. So without, you know, I guess incriminating yourself or anybody else, what has been like a story you can tell us about like some negative backstage interaction, you know, something exactly to your point about being good backstage? So I'll tell you this. I... Honestly, if I have a problem with someone, I try to solve it. If it cannot be solved, then chances are the other per is the other person's fault. Because if I'm wrong, I apologize. And, you know, actually, at times, if the other person feels I've done them wrong, I will apologize, even though I don't think I did. But, the, the, so, I have, obviously, in life, I've had negative interactions. But I don't even mention those people, because why give them the spotlight, my hey. spotlight, when... They were treating me badly. So I can say that the way I got ahead and the way that I'm in the spot that I'm at has been with being humble and trying my best and trying to help other people and other people help you back. But I don't have anything negative to say. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peep Tosh just did a promo real quick. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking that shit too. I was like, yo, she cutting a promo on us right now. Yeah. <laughs> she has no, got no a promo, map. No promo. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I. We've been, we've been we've been trying to stall for this one. Um, I, I'm sure you get asked this a lot, but how's that injury going? How how you coming along with that? Well, um, it's going great. I'm on national TV, so that's right, great. Sure. The it minute that I got injured, uh, I got signed. So I maybe that was a sign. And hey, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm enjoying every every single minute of my injury. It has given me time to be with my family a little more and understand like. Other parts of my life, because I was more focused on I can I won't I won't make it if I can I don't have my leg I won't be and I've I've actually discovered I have a lot more talents than just being in the ring mm. and being active and trying to you know like focused right. on one right. thing so it really has helped me in other aspects of my life That's my important. my injury has is great but it looks like I'm gonna be back in like four months which I really hope. So I can go back to wrestling like, I, okay, I learned my lesson. I love it. But, yeah, I love wrestling, too. So I want to go back. <laughs> uh, well, we're definitely enjoying you right now and what we see on MLW every week. Uh, Thank you. So speaking of, speaking of runs now, um, we love what you work on MLW now. Ideally, do you, do you see NXT as, a, as something, as a goal for you? Well, um. Well, obviously, when I joined wrestling, my main goal was WWE, and I, I don't think any wrestler can tell you that that's not a dream, because honestly, majority of us have heard of wrestling because of WWE, and of in the future, I would, 
I would definitely consider working with them. But in order for me to consider a company, I need to have an offer. And right now I don't. And I, I am with a, I am with MLW who has given me the opportunity of a lifetime because they really have given me a platform to like to showcase what I can do. And it's I'm only 22. So my possibilities are endless if I keep it straight. Mm-hmm. And I want I just want to keep, you know, I just want to keep trying and seeing where I can end. But if I don't make it to WWE, my life is not over. My my trajectory and, and my legacy is going to be there. So right. I'm just going right. to make history. That's fair. Hey. Well, speaking of making history, right? WrestleMania is right around the corner. And like you said, you know, wrestlers or I mean, even non-wrestlers, right? Like us, like we, we've always dreamed of like what our WrestleMania moment would be, who we would wrestle. What are the conditions? What's the gimmick? Like, how do we get there? Right. What's our WrestleMania moment going to be like? And so I pose that question to you, Selena De La Renta. What does your WrestleMania look like? Like, what is that? And if you could frame it in your mind against a perfect opponent in your world, what does that look like? I'll tell you this. Um, Honestly, I haven't really thought of a WrestleMania moment because um, I I don't see my future the same. My my next 10 years, I don't see them like that. I do expect to one day win an Oscar, and that would be my WrestleMania. Wow, wow. Fair enough. Man. So oh what projects do you have upcoming in terms of, of acting? Or what well, are you looking to get into? I'm going to college right now. So I want to finish that okay. first. And oh, then I'm going to continue. I'm doing a minor in psychology to be a okay. sex therapist when, when I'm 30. Hey, fantastic. Get so it, girl. By the time I'm 30, <laughs> that, that when I have my PhD, then chances are I'm going to start trying to move like a little away from wrestling and more into acting but as soon as i my leg is okay i'm gonna go Mm -hmm. back to doing castings and everything i was doing before and obviously i plan on continuing to wrestle but i I, after having five like my five different injuries on the same leg i do understand that maybe it's i shouldn't be risking my life all the time Mm. So I don't know. It's a it's a hard it's a hard question mm, to answer right now. So because I don't know what, what the future has for me, I'm just enjoying the present. Fair enough. That, that's that's a good answer. Now you buried the lead hard fucking body. <laughs> you wanna so you you're going you're gonna go get your PhD. That's awesome. That's amazing. You wanna be a sex therapist? That's awesome. How'd you get into how did how did that come around as an option? Um, well, I didn't really think about it until I took a human sexuality class and I found out that there's a lot more that people don't know. And I was like, kind of shook of all the things and options that there are. And I was like, well, there's a lot of people that have problems with this and sex sales in any industry. So if I'm on TV and in the sex industry, that's just bank. And I want bank. I love money. Who doesn't? Word. Right. Sex sells even a PG TV. Well, Selena, I, I mean, they still they sell in some way, somehow, right? <laughs> they make it palatable. Uh, I, as myself, I am a therapist in real life, and um, and I did take human sexuality, and I actually had a traumatizing experience during that class because I was an elderly woman, and the things we were discussing. <laughs> What she was showing us was pretty traumatic. Um, it was a, it was a, a lot of bad stuff. Oh my goodness! No, but an interesting course, uh, an interesting field, and it actually is blowing up. 
So, when all of this said and done, right? Um, not to get all morbid or anything, but what would you like on your tombstone? What do you want to be remembered for? What do you want people to say about Selena De La Renta and her life in general? Not just wrestling, in general. What, what do you want to be remembered about who you are? Um, damn. I want a lot. I want to, like, uh, I want to have a book. <laughs> <laughs> There's a tombstone and a book on top, and everybody's got to, like, sit there and go through it. <laughs> That's a cool one, because I don't know. I don't I don't know. I haven't really thought about my death day. Um, I've thought about the afterlife, but never my death day. That's a, that's. that's Ooh, the afterlife. afterlife. Girl, who you going to hunt? <laughs> who, who, who you got? <laughs> I want to know about this. <laughs> what is uh, well, no, what I mean? What I mean by afterlife? I mean that I have thought of like what comes after after you die. So to me, I look. I don't. I don't look forward to dying, but I look forward to finding out what comes after. And I've always like known that my. I've had my entire life the question of what is life, and I know that I will find out that day. So I look forward to finding out. Well, I will, since you suggested a show for us already, I'm going to suggest a show based on this topic. Watch the show Forever. It's on Amazon Prime. Okay, With Fred, I will. Forever's pretty cool. Um, Russian Doll is really good on Netflix. Oh. Yeah, and it's got something to do with Afterlife. I thought okay. it was pretty interesting. Season okay. one. Try Westworld. 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 Fire. Yes. And yes. that's the remake. Fire. Okay, about any of that because April is coming and uh, that's of course, Game, Game of, of Thrones. Oh, that's when everything oh, Game of Thrones is, a, is an entire masterpiece of its own. Oh my god, yes, everything that I do, JB Abrams, Bayo, New Jersey, <laughs> Lightning Round. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot it back to wrestling real quick right before Lightning Round. All right, bet. Um, one, one more wrestling question now. You recently went to perform in Puerto Rico for CWA. Um, yes. it's been historically known to be a rowdy wrestling crowd, you know, from experience. Um, <laughs> Rick Flair almost died. From your experience, do you feel Definitely. that still holds true today? That is that it's rowdy? Yeah. No, well, I'm Puerto Rican. <laughs> and it's it's kind of different. So, like, when I went there, I thought this is going to be easy because I can, I know what is going to piss them off. And no matter what I said, they loved it. It was like they were proud of everything I've done, no matter what. So I, I would be there and be like, your wife is ugly. And then the wife would be like, yes, I am. I'm like, oh <laughs> what? So you couldn't get no Oh, my God. You were able to get no That's heat. That's hilarious. No, there was nothing. And, the, like, the everything was just going so weird. And the minute I came out, I was like, all right. Cut the music because I'm about to talk, and everybody's like, Yeah, Selena's here. I'm just like, Okay, cool. Like, real quick. <laughs> Y'all don't know the rules for this shit. <laughs> no, I was like, All right, well, I'm gonna leave, and they're like, Boo, okay, well, then that sucks. That CWA Women's Championship is that something you're eyeing? No, no. No, okay. I am not. I am not right now because I can't wrestle. So I do. I don't want to put my my hopes high because if my doctor tells me the thing is, I am having problems picturing my future because I don't know what's gonna happen. And I I like staying positive, but like I've been told by my doctor that I'm gonna be coming to wrestling in a few weeks for the longest time. 
and they keep mm. telling me no and no. And I was supposed to be back on April, and now they're saying summer, and I just don't know. So okay. I don't, I don't want to be like I'm after this title and after this, because then women start cutting promos on me, and then I have to respond because otherwise I'm a pussy, and it's just not okay. <laughs> no. I, as uh, I myself have gone through uh, knee injuries, I would definitely so you recommend taking time. Bad that is. Yeah, and unfortunately, I never got the surgery, and to this day, um, it's not the same. So. Yeah, you can hear a squeak when it's rainy out. Yeah, in high school, I was definitely like Forrest Gump. After <laughs> had my knee. He had the stone cold knee brace from yep. like groin to ankle, like yep. the whole fucking thing. Got me into that's a lot so of trouble. Funny, because that's exactly how I was. I was like good and track, and I was running, and I was woo, hell yeah, I'm an athlete. And now I'm like. I can't even run to the post office when I just got some Chanel. Like, mm. it's sad. Mm. <laughs> well, so, I mean, it, the injuries are part of the wrestling world, right? And and you've been able to go yeah. through the, the first few right of it. But, I mean, as you mentioned before, now you've been able to untap other parts of your wrestling persona, of your career yeah. path. Right? So, I mean, in a way, it's a beautiful thing because maybe if you were still in the ring, that wouldn't be the case right now, right? Exactly, yeah. Because I would probably, I know for a fact that if, I was try somebody tried to book me as a manager when I was a wrestler. I would have been like, I am not a manager. Mm. So that's it. Mm. And definitely, I think even though the injury has cost me a lot of money, a lot of time, and a lot of my career, it has given me other opportunities. So I guess there's a really real big upside to it. I have a question that has nothing to Go do with whatever it. we're talking about right now. Okay, <laughs> just a quick before huh? that then. Oh, you, you, so you wanted to, to follow up? Into, oh, I'm uh, sorry. Speak about other opportunities and stuff. Um, we want to commend you for the... How, how's, how's doing the Spanish announcing at MLW? Oh, that's a good question. So I didn't even know that I made history. Um, mm. I am the first ever Spanish female commentator in the history of professional wrestling. Hey, let's go. Give it up to Selena. That is amazing, man. Breaking barriers down. I That's love what's it. up. Yep. And I was kind of like shy at the beginning, actually, with this one, because I didn't know how to do it that well. I knew oh. Tony, because Tony is like one of my favorite people in the world right now, Tony <laughs> Schiavone. And yes. I always looked at his work and think he's great. So, yeah, I love his, his, his voiceovers on the commentary, too. So. Okay. For, for sure. He has a way of telling a story. Mm -hmm. And I, so when I got the opportunity, Court called me and was like, hey, um, we think that you would be great at the commentary. You have stuff to say. And I'm like, yeah, but uh, I don't have stuff to say about wrestling right now. Like, I have, I have stuff to roast people with. And he's like, because <laughs> you're doing color commentary. Exactly. And they explained it to me a little bit more. And I had to do homework because mm. if I don't if I don't know what I'm doing, then I'm probably not going to be good at my job. Of course, so I've had to, I've had to um, I've had to really look at different wrestling shows and see how they do it. But definitely Tony is my inspiration because he does the same show. So I get to watch the show when mm. he does it. And I kind of have an idea of like what they're trying to like get across because nobody tells me. I just tell it how I see it. Hey. So. I like I don't know it's it's been it's been good it's been easy to adjust and now that I get the hang of it I come on I, I come up with my own um I don't know my own names for stuff because of course I don't the, the terms in English and in Spanish are not the same and I learned wrestling in English so it's kind of oh. hard to translate everything of course so I kind of have my my own thing going on there and I love it no I but you know in, in a way 
uh-huh. you get that Latino American flair to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I I do the little oh papi and all that stuff. And they, they go crazy. It works. It works. Well, we do. It works. We do go crazy. It works. It works every time. Say it works without fail. <laughs> all right, creeps. <laughs> calm down. Where's your pants? I'm you see, that's why we can't find my sticks. I'm drinking my coconut water. I'm <laughs> so with that, with that being said, uh, keeping it tropical. <laughs> hey, what's the weirdest? All right, so other than tonight, what's the weirdest fan interaction you've had? um what do you mean like um maybe like uh you've been on a podcast they ask you a weird question or people stalking you in the airport or something like uh, some weird thing a fan has done for you or said to you um the weirdest yeah for sure i got one um (laughs) there was this one time that uh a fan made a fan pitch of my butt but i was a booty monster so i did that to myself (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they did a it was all close-ups on my butt and i it was it was weird enough but they had some good gifts and i kept following the page because i could find stuff well, that uh, i, I uh, couldn't uh, even find myself oh yeah. <laughs> he, like, he made them shit himself. Himself. Wow. <laughs> how does that happen that's why yeah, because uh, it would be like fan pictures and stuff that i have i didn't take from well, my phone or... so it was kind of creepy but then they sent me a message they dm me and me and Aria Blake, and they were like, hey, how about you guys make uh, Aria Blake pocket pussy and a Selena pocket ass? Oh, oh was, shit. Uh, uh, what is happening? I was so confused. <laughs> a lot. They were, he's like, merch idea. I promise if you mold it, it'll be great. And I was like, what? That's a lot. I, oh, I was so offended. I, I, don't, I didn't even know what to say. I had another podcast um, that actually... Well, that wasn't a podcast. That was a fan. A po- oh. I had a podcast that was like, hey, um, we want to buy some of your pictures. And they interviewed me and everything. So I gave them a good package deal. And I was like, hey, here you go. You have 10 by 10s I made a good price. They took everything. And they're like, we're going to give them out with the blue pill and condoms. Oh, my God. Wow. wow. I, was, what, I was like, what? So uh, when, I, when I cut a promo, I sent the longest message to them they're like no 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 we won't do it we promise and i was like no you will not do that because i will send lawyers and it's gonna get crazy yo that's a lot so that's wild see i thought i knew some things and now you just (laughs) wow i want to apologize of all the creeps out there wow no you don't (laughs) i mean i'm not one of them but they were literally gonna sell my picture as a jerk off package i was like what is happening Yeah, unfortunately, as you know, you know, especially with social media, it gets to a point where it's too invasive. I yeah. mean, you've seen the situations that happen time and time again, and it's really disgusting. The thing is, uh, social media—you know—you're taking somebody's humanity. So, social media has given people like electronic balls because they say stuff that they won't say to my face. Oh. Yeah. Very true. Very true. It's so, super oh. crazy. I, I have. That you just said that. Have you ever at a show gotten to a point where a uh, fan got you know got to your, up your skin? No. Nah. You maybe uh shoot, shot at them for a bit. Uh, huh? Not really. I, I mean, you I mentioned your method. I did. Oh, I want to know about that. That's good shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> I did, and it was actually recent. It was at a show in oh. in Tampa. And this okay, one okay. fan, I've seen her go to shows and say stuff, and it's just, like, obnoxious. And then she got, like, so close to my face, and her Ooh. breath stank, and she stank, and it was so much going on. 
And then she like like kept shouting in my face, and then she spit at my face like. No. Oh wait. Oh okay. Because you're screaming. Oh, but my hand just like went straight across her face like crazy. And the the craziest part is that the crowd is shook. They're not even looking at the match anymore. Yeah, her mom. Her mom came to me. These are two older women. The mom came, slapped me. Wait, hold on, hold on. You guys, uh, so so you slapped some chick in the crowd, and then her mom came. How old was this chick in the crowd? She was like, you you slapped. Oh, I'm here thinking like, oh damn, she's like like someone's thirty eight, and her her senior citizen mother came. Yes, that's exactly what happened. So oh the mom God. comes to me, I'm the mom slaps me. I'm like, I can't slap an old lady. So I shove the guardrail and she falls back on her seat. Oh shit. my question <laughs> all right so before we go we're gonna have our our little lightning round we're gonna ask you rapid fire questions just answer the first thing that pops in your head we call it around yeah, the chair so bad at this. Let's uh, all right so we call it around the chair shot so here we go all right okay. we'll start off easy right what do you like doing in your spare time when you have spare time i'd like to watch shows cool uh what show what's your number one right now El Chapo. Ooh, El Chapo. Nice. Uh, what's your biggest pet peeve? Um, that is something that grosses me out, right? Yeah. The biggest is cockroaches. Yeah, How about uh, like some like something that someone does that really like grosses you out? Oh, chewing with their mouth open. Ooh. What's an what's an annoying habit that you have that you know other people are like? Oh man, Selena's gross. Uh. <laughs> 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 I don't really, I, I, feel. I bite my nails, but that's not that bad. Uh, that's safe. <laughs> <laughs> like your toenails um, or your fingernails? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, my fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we got you. We got you. <laughs> Some dirty comedy. <laughs> no, I would never. <laughs> I went to the spa, so I would never like go there and be like, hey, look at my... My toenails, I bit them. <laughs> um, uh, oh, man, I lost them. Oh, what's your favorite movie? The Heat. Ooh, Ooh. Favorite Halloween costume? Uh, you know, I really didn't celebrate Halloween until, like, last year. But I, I dressed like a cop, which is right now on my Instagram. Okay. Oh, checking that out in, like, five minutes. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, have fun. What sport do you enjoy watching? Uh, what's your favorite song? Uh, Natural by Imagine Dragons. What is your favorite piece of cake? Flavor of cake? Oh, uh, I don't eat cake. I've never or dessert. Liked it. Dessert in I general. Macaroons. Macaroons, really? Have you been to Paris? Yeah, um, no, I have not, but I've been to the one at Disney. There you go. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to uh, <laughs> 13 countries in that motherfucker. I'll take it. the world. <laughs> You've been drinking at all of them? I don't drink. Oh, really? You're missing yeah, out. I'm <laughs> <laughs> all right, Selena. Thank you so much for your time. Before we let you go, though, um, anything you can tell us to expect for Intimidation Games coming up? On oh, yeah. 
Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, the I finally get to have a rematch. Well, I don't get to have a rematch, but you know what I'm talking about. It's about me anyway. So it's about you. Let, <laughs> let I have Loki on this rematch for the World Heavyweight Championship in a steel cage fight with um, UFC ex UFC fighter Tom Lawler. Um, okay. There's that. That's gonna be crazy because I plan on we're gonna win no matter what. So. It's it's going down. Well, we expect that. Yeah. So Saturday, March third, March second, March second, mm. right? Keep our eyes out for that. Absolutely. So so we can take a take a hint that you're not gonna play fair. Well, uh, I don't I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't if you don't play fair, you ain't trying. Hey. hey. Ooh. It's apparently. Uh, <laughs> that's all the time we have for you folks. Um, thank you again, Selena De Lorenzo. We uh, expect great things from you in the future, and good luck with that injury. And I hope nothing lets you back, and we'll see you shortly, all right? Yeah, here we are, support. Absolutely. I support you in uh, all your endeavors, Oscars, wrestling, whatever it may be. Keep breaking, bar- so breaking barriers.